That's 1-800-747-3733. Now, back to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. One, number one. Right. It's The Mike Calter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. In the studio with us, from left to right, New York Yankees perfect game pitcher David Wells. Rascal Flats and Generation Radio founding member Jada Marcus and uh, Chicago singer and Generation Radio Ben founder Jason Sheff all in the studio. I was saying before, if I ever thought for a minute there'd be a Yankee, a Rascal Flats guy, a Chicago guy, Saigon Kick, all in my garage. I don't know. This this kid has made it. This is this is my dream is coming true right now. I have so many things to talk about. I, Are you sporting back there? Not yet. Not yet. It's, just, it's a happiness feeling. Not that. I, all right. Let me get right into this with Jay because I can't. I've been just a tip. Jay, you know I left a voicemail on your phone in nineteen. No, in two thousand. Long time ago, before my son was born, like at least eighteen years ago. Uh, so I did country radio for a little while. Yeah, but I didn't really know a lot about country radio. But I like the people. So I got and uh, I would interview these artists because they cause nobody gives more than country music artists. You try to get a rock star on the air and uh, get up early, make a phone call, it's just worse. Country people did it and they had good attitudes about it. So that was my that was my thing. Baseball players terrible. So uh, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. One, uh, oh I had met you guys uh, backstage a couple of times. Uh, one time you came to the Dallas Bull after a show. Sweet guys, all very nice. But one time, Joe Don's wife, which I don't know, is he still married? Uh, they're going through a divorce. Right okay, now. well, I'm not. Uh, thanks she was, she thanks was, for bringing yeah, it no up. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I don't think I'm gaining any points with him. His girlfriend at the time yeah. was a Playboy model. Yeah. And she was on to promote that on the show. And I said to her at the very end, I go, hey, you're uh, going out with that Joe Don guy, right? And she goes, yeah. And I go, that's great. Because I always just assumed he was gay. And she goes, why would you assume that? I go, well, he's gorgeous. He's got great hair. He could sing. And I go, just typically, I go, but now I, I know, you know, he's you know, dating a Playboy model. And she goes, I see where you're coming from with that. And I help him with the clothes and all that. It was a really funny, like, lifelong yeah. conversation. Yeah. Country music guys do not like to be assumed to be gay when they're not gay in the early 2000s. And he lost his goddamn mind because by the time it got back to him, I'm sure it was a thousand times worse than it actually was. Yeah. And then my program director's yelling at me, and I'm like, I didn't say he was gay. I said I assumed, like, as a joke. And it was it just snowballed from there. So then me, being the young shock jock, I can't let it go. So every opportunity I have to bring this up and do something and talk about it. And the next, like, two days later, these two guys come in, Blue County. Is that right, Scott? And yeah. So yeah. Those Aaron Benward and yes. Scott Reeves. Yes. Scott and I hit it off because Scott uh, used to be on Days of Our Lives. Yeah. I loved Days of Our Lives when I was younger, and we are t- we I hit it off with those guys great. Scott tells me, uh, I have Jay's phone number. Let's call Jay. And I go, okay. <laughs> so we called you live on the air, got your voicemail, and uh, I left a message. It was all me trying to make up with Joe Don. So uh, I got gotcha. you. Then I, uh, you guys come to play a show, and I am told not to go to the show, not to go backstage. So I have a giant shirt on, a shirt made up that says, I love Joe Don. <laughs> and I go to the show, and I go in the thing, and, uh, and the guy who runs the amphitheater here calls me up, and he says, 
there are wanted posters of you here. I go, what does that mean? He goes, there is a poster with your picture on it that says, do not let this person backstage. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Unbelievable. I mean, it's not, now I don't know Joe Don, but I would imagine uh, if it's anything like you, he probably would have got the joke and would have rolled through it. But it got through so many middle idiots that it just became a big deal. But yeah, I, That's unbelievable to me. And yeah. I can tell you, Joe Don is the sweetest, most oh, kind I, soul I thought I've you were going to say the gayest guy I've ever met. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not what you told me on the way here. You said he was, he was a tool. Well, I don't want him to hear this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, for, but I but have, he would have totally laughed all of that off, man. Yeah, Jay's she one, did. Jay's the one who put the poster together to yeah. speak it out. Do <laughs> you know, every once in a while I find it in my, like, photos or something. So I go, this bizarre. is so funny. And I've never had the opportunity to interview you guys after that. And I just, I got it. It was good for me. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I never said anything really bad. So I just always wanted to bring that up because I thought that was, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> and, and it's unbelievable, it's actually. Funny. It's just you, funny. You might be able to get them. Okay? I think they're getting back together. Didn't you say they were? Oh, no. They will. They will. They will. There's David Wells. Wait for it. <laughs> How how long does I don't know you guys aren't together for how long now? Uh, two, it's been two years. Um, March the seventh of two thousand was or two thousand twenty was our last show together. And is that just hey we've done our thing? Let's take some time. Well, uh, Gary's uh, launching a solo career right now. He's come out with some songs and he's doing some shows. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know everybody's kind of on their own path. Joe Don is going through. Uh, you know, pretty bad divorce right, right now, and and uh, I've been doing Generation Radio, and we're just kind of having fun doing our own things. It's like twenty four plus years together. Everybody was ready yeah. for a little bit of, a and break. you guys are rich, so you're like, all right, let's do something fun now. Well, yeah, yeah, I get it. All right. now, now, you meet my wife, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. Now, Louis Vuitton's like crazy. Dude. <laughs> you're rich. You're flaunting it, baby. Now, this is uh, the first time I saw this was on. Uh, Instagram, I think, or Sarah, Facebook, that you and Jason and Dean were doing a band together, and you made a great promo video that showed you guys all playing together, and then Dean singing Journey songs, mm-hmm. you singing Rascal Flat songs, and of course, Jason, you singing Chicago songs, and I was like, this is, like, I, this is something for everybody, because uh, Chicago's a legendary Rock and Roll Hall of Fame band, everybody knows all the songs, Rascal Flat's huge country band, and who doesn't know Journey, and Dean was singing for Journey, even playing the drums back in the day. All the high notes, all the good songs. So you're getting quality. I thought it was such a brilliant idea. And now you guys have been doing this for, it's been like a couple of years now, right? Yeah. yeah it, it, it was Jay's <laughs> idea, to tell you the truth. You know, he uh, he and I have been friends forever. And How? How do you know? Do you live in Nashville? How do you guys know each other? Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's just come, let's just come out and come right out with it. Um, Jay that, said that. <laughs> Jay said that. Uh, yeah. So we uh, actually, Jay left a, a little note for me at a gig in 2002. I think I we, love played you. The, we played the we played the the. Uh, Washington State Fair. I love the way and you I smell. Walked in the, I walked in, and the lady who runs the place, you know, said, yeah, "Do you know who Rascal Flats are?" And I said, "No." And she uh, says, uh, "Well, they're a country band." And so well, that explains that. I really wasn't up on country, and uh, and she said, "Yeah, he sent the, he left uh, this note for you and the Melt CD." And I read it, and it was incredible. It was, Jay, it was that moment where I realized this is my part of the legacy of Chicago, because you know, replacing somebody like Peter Cetera, yeah. It, it's iconic, so I always kind of felt like, yeah, okay, I'm the I'm the afterthought, and then all of a sudden, the next generation comes around and says, "You're the guy that really 
You were our, you were our Chicago. Yeah, yeah. You know, on, along with of course. With yeah, but Peter. I mean, for but a guy age, Jay's age, he yeah. only really knows you and he when, grew up with. He's got some great stories of when he was going to visit his girlfriend, screaming at the tell me what kind of man would I? <laughs> right? Oh, we all have the we all have the uh, uh, don't look away. Don't don't exactly. let me break up. The look away song. That's what's yeah. that's what's amazing too is that when I joined in 1985. I you know I remember these these guys would come up to me after the show crying saying you helped me get through the war they were Vietnam vets uh, and I was like I didn't want to like you know tell them well it's not me yeah, yeah. so I'd say oh thank you very much and then the day came where I had some guys coming up saying you helped me get through the war Desert Storm so all of these around, these yeah. things started coming around and then all of a sudden you know meeting generations like Jay hence Generation Radio uh-huh. but I mm-hmm. I just have to say something really quickly if anybody ever wonders you know a disc jockey have these great voices like you do. It's all put on because when we were hanging out before that. Jesus, Dave, make nice. a little more noise. Oh my God. God damn. Nice. Dave. Sorry, sorry, Jason. Go ahead. Thanks, Dave. Uh, before I was rudely interrupted. But you hear these great radio voices and you always wonder, is that what they sound like? Well, before we went on the air, Mike's sitting around going, hey guys, it's really great for you <laughs> yeah. to be here, but when we go on the air, I got to really it. pour, I gotta pour yeah. it on. I save it for the air. It's, I don't want to fool anybody. Uh, Jason, when you, what were you doing when you. Uh, joined Chicago. Were I was you doing solo stuff. Were you not really? Bass? I think that's one of the the keys to me never losing my mind is that I didn't have any goals of I got to be an artist. I was a top forty musician. Dave knows we grew yeah. up together in San Diego, and and I just love great songs. You know, songs on the radio, and I was in bands performing uh, them, and I was kind of singing. I was always resisting being a singer, and um, and all of a sudden. I got to Los Angeles and was in the top 40 bands, really great top 40 bands, and I said, oh, well, everybody's writing songs, so let me let me start trying to write. Right. And it was natural for me. I wrote a song with Bobby Caldwell called Heart of Mine that really launched everything for me. Uh-huh. And then I was starting to sing. My mother tricked me and got me a vocal lesson for my 21st birthday. Uh-huh. Went, okay, I'll get this over with. But the guy lit me up, Seth Riggs. And then the next thing I knew, two years later, my demo tape got into the hands of Chicago. So I was never. This is where I'm you going. You weren't pursuing it. No, no, not like that. I mean, how? But can it you... was. It's your dad was a musician, so it was yeah. in your soul. It's in your. Oh, it's in your DNA. Yeah. Your dad played with Elvis. Yes, he did. In fact, we were just out at Elvis Week uh, in August, and it was fantastic. My dad is uh, 81. He's very healthy. Um, still plays his. Butt off, uh-huh. yeah. So what now? When now? Uh, when he played with Elvis, this is what in the in the early 19- days, late days. I think 1969 until Elvis passed. Okay. He, there was about a year that he took off, but he played on a lot of other great records. Like he's the bass player on the on the Doors' "L.A. Woman" album. Wow, Riders on the yeah. my father. Yeah. No kidding, that's great. Yeah. And now, do you? Uh, did you? This is an important question, Jay. You have kids? I do. How old? Ten and twelve. Oh, this is good for both of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you know that your dad was cool, and did do your kids think you're cool? My kids actually do think I'm cool. They've yeah. started listening to um, 
my music more and more lately, and they're discovering that, you know, maybe I did some cool stuff yeah, yeah, a yeah. while ago. And so my son is eating alive with music, and he's singing all the Rascal Flat stuff all over the house. Oh, that's great. He's really into the Generation Radio record right now, so he's he's screaming that to the top of his lungs. And he's really good at it. I don't say that because he's my kid. He's He's got a natural ability. Will you want him so to if, pursue that? If he wants to. Yeah. I'm not going to force it on him, but I'll certainly feed it if he, if he wants to. Did your kids pay you to say that? <laughs> no. No, they didn't. Uh, no, Dave, no, they're rich. Can we turn his mic uh, oh, down or off? Spanish, put him in the garage. Jason, did you, when, when your dad was playing when you were young, did you realize that he was cool or was he just a typical dad? No. Uh, yes, I, I realized he was cool because they split up when I was really young, probably right. about three years old. So I didn't really grow up with him. He went on to L.A. I'm from San Diego. He went to L.A. to become really, I call like the second string wrecking crew, you know, with, with all those real you know, top level studio yeah. musicians in L.A. My dad was right in that stable. So I always looked at him as this guy that was, you know, like a rock star. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, but that, I just wonder, having kids uh, that have found no coolness in me in any of my years, I always wonder how that works the other way around. <laughs> uh, these guys are playing tonight. You can't go because you didn't listen to me months ago when I told you to go buy tickets. It's sold out now. They're playing David Wells' charity tournament tonight, which is benefiting uh, the families of Navy SEALs, ta- uh, Tunnel of the Towers. Uh, Dave has always done these every year in san diego and now we bring him here to uh tampa tampa bay area where dave has lived for a long time uh on both coasts and i think this is a great opportunity uh do you still have that foursome available uh no because it's a day off so oh it's oh it's today oh, yeah, today? yeah. Oh, well man. no the thanks tonight but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i'd, I'd love I to tried go, yesterday but i put all the uh celebrities with the groups and all that good so good okay you, you didn't try hard enough i know so, well that's so. what I, that's right. what i was wondering wait a minute you're talking about early morning radio i'm sitting here jane i'm talking about Remember the days when we'd get up for early morning radio? It was, to, you know, you, tickets were kind of light, and you wanted to just Push try it. and sell them. So, yeah. so are we trying to sell Dave's event? I mean, No, this was me taking advantage of uh, having Dave as a friend <laughs> and trying to get you two yeah. in here because I have so, I've been dying to talk to somebody about Rascal Flats about my situation with him. I, I think that's fantastic. It's, it's awesome. And, and for you, you used me to get to him. No, I have more oh, for you. I have more, no. We're not done with you. And he what are you talking me about? To to you. <laughs> Wake up to sell tickets. I never had shows that oh, were light on tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I said that. the very early days. Really? Oh, really? oh, oh Jay, do you, you want to know? never woke up early. To- <laughs> Jay, do you want to know this? We did a contest called Flat Rascals and gave Rascal Flats tickets to girls with the hottest girl with the flattest chest. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and the girl, that oh, won, nice. the girl that won was a ten and a half with little baby egg bites. She was beautiful, mm. though. Yeah. I, th- I used to thank guys like um, Keith Urban and Bon Jovi and those guys. I would say, hey, just want to say thank you. All the years that I was able to get girls naked and do stuff for tickets to your show. That really helped, especially country. Country mm-hmm. had the hottest girls of any station I ever worked at, and they were also the craziest. So it was yeah. the most it was What the most station fun. were you at? Well, uh, QIK was the oh, big yeah. station here, sure. but I worked yeah. for those guys, but I worked at the, the uh, baby station, uh, Outlaw, uh, I got you. where we played all kind of the new, the new country. <laughs> so uh, it was good. It was good. You That's were new awesome. country once? Oh, wow. Once, yeah. Uh-huh. 40 years ago. How long have you been married? I've been married uh, 20 years in May, together 22 years. May what? May 15th. Oh, dang. Five days So later. that is, uh, did you get the experience being single on the road? For about three years. Oh, good for you. Oh, yeah. That's about for you to get to the point where you're like, all right, we've done everything. Yeah. Hey, Dad. You can't get into all <laughs> <laughs> What now? 
are you are, country artists are very worried about their reputation uh do you do you are you guys like i don't know what we can do we, like you're not gonna throw cold cuts at a girl like the beastie boys used to do no. yeah but i mean like uh but i mean you do, it did get pretty wild i would assume uh, yeah we used to have a place called the flat shack where we'd throw uh post parties and oh. decorate it and have disco balls and bars open in there and so yeah we we used to throw some pretty big parties back God in the day you. it God. was it was awesome it was awesome. Uh, do you, uh, when you leave the country, what country do you go to that you're like? I can't believe they like us over here. You know, uh, we didn't we didn't tour internationally that much, but I'll tell you what was really surprising to me was Australia. Yeah. Like we did a tour uh, a couple of times over there, and to go over there and see how rabid the fans were were pretty surprising for to me. country music in yeah. Australia. That's really yeah. weird. That's why everybody gave Keith Urban a uh, hard time when he came here. Like really, country music in Australia? Yeah. You never uh, left the country. Who was Colonel Parker, your manager? <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a hard time uh, talking, convincing everybody into going. To going? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's funny yeah we we went uh we went over to england one time and we were having we were kind of on top of the world at that time what hurts the most was out this 2006 2007 and we had to go over and you know of course you're 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 you know planting new seeds and trying to cultivate a new fan base so you got to go play clubs right no one liked going back it felt like to go play a club to go play a club and kind of um Get some new fans over there. So, what about Asia? And get up early in the morning. Uh, and do ready. work, put the yeah. work. They're already rich at that point. Exactly. What about what about Asia? Spoiled. Never went to Asia. So I had to do the ACM Awards one time in Vegas, and where they bring all you artists in and to table to table. And I I feel for you guys. Like the minute like Brooks and Dunn came in, and it was just it was just one of them, the mustache one. Oh yeah, Brooks. kicks, yeah, kicks, mm-hmm. yeah. And I said, hey, where's where's the other guy? Did you get up in the morning and flip a coin and go, ah, you have to go do radio? And he was like, uh, no, it's, it's, it's actually him and his wife's anniversary. I go, oh, how long have they been married? He's like, oh, a long time. I go, so, they, so they, he doesn't get, they, what do you think, they're having sex still? You think they don't do it? And he was like, are we on the air? I go, yeah, we're on the air. <laughs> He's like, country people are so afraid to talk. But anyway, they, they come over and they say, we ask that you interview every guest that we bring to you, but you don't have to put all of them on the air if you don't want to, but be respectful. And the first guy they bring to me is this little Asian guy in a cowboy hat, and I have no idea who he is, and he gives me his business card. and Arnell? <laughs> no, way more Asian. Oh. Yeah. He's Ch- Charlie Naka- Nakatani. Uh. He was the guy who was responsible yeah. for bringing a lot of country artists to Asia. Oh, I got and you. And I was like, I, and they just sat this this Chinese guy in a uh, cowboy hat down. They were like, go ahead. And I'm like, I don't know who the hell the guy is. <laughs> Not Arnell, but that was very funny. <laughs> now, Jason. Lots of Asia. Hey, lots of Asia. Yeah, Japan many times. Uh, but you have a... Kanjidu. Kanjidu. Dave always used to laugh because I learned uh, some of the lyrics and. Oh, did you really? Oh, it was great phonetically, you know. Kanjiau, right? Kanjiau, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. What? When did uh, Chicago come to an end for you? In 2016, I came home. My my wife's parents were ill and i said you know i gotta come come home and, and she lost them over the course of three and a half years so that was really and the guys were so cool i just said were they cool absolutely because they didn't seem like they were cool at the uh, rock and roll hall of fame no they're cool man i mean it's uh you know when you're talking about i don't know what anybody else is thinking of like you know wondering about their image or anything but um no, they're a good bunch of guys, man. They listen. They brought me in as the future of the franchise, 1985. Like I said, I had zero 
expectations of anything, but they, specifically Lamb, Robert Lamb, mm-hmm. fought to get me in that band, and he was right. I mean, we did, we had some real big success. And you were like the, you were technically like the third singer, right? Because Terry Kath was the first, I mean, even though Peter was in the band, he sang too. Yeah, I mean, Terry and Robert were really, I think, on the first record, the the voices of it. Peter, although, come on, Peter, like dialogue and and the stuff that was on, on the first record. I think yeah. dialogue was on the fir- first record. And then the second record with 25 or 6 to 4. I mean, there was three... There were three real strong voices in that band, yeah. so that's what they've really. They were always kind of like the Eagles, where everybody in the yeah. band. Mix, uh, yeah. yeah, that and that's amazing to me. So, so you would think when uh, it's hard to think that when Peter left, even though he was such a, a strong voice in the group, but having other guys there, they were like, maybe we should, maybe we don't need another guy. So you got double lucky, and they bring you in, you fit in perfectly, and then have a just a string of. I mean, Chicago is the band. Here's what was cool. Like I said, I, you know, people have asked me, "Were you nervous?" Was I said, "I was not expecting it. To, I was not expecting it to last beyond getting in and, and having my first shot at it." I've thanked David Foster for the ass kicking that he gave me walking in. He was right. We 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 really uh, we gave a demo tape to him of our songs we we're working on, and this is replacing Peter Cetera. Yeah. It was not wowing him, and he he was he was concerned, and he called them and said, "You guys made a mistake." And Lamb said, "Sorry, you're working with him. He's our guy." Now, if I didn't pull it off, of course, that right. would have been my one and done. But, and I love telling this to kids or anybody up and coming. Dave knows too. There's a lot of talent out there, but when you're in the batter's box and it's the bottom of the ninth and it's and the game's on the line, I walked in on the first day of recording thinking, "Well, this is probably going to be over with." You know, pretty quickly, but when the red light went on, I settled into yeah, it, yeah. and I felt comfortable. And and we drilled it, and, and it was, uh, you know, not having any expectations, I think, was the key, because I was, I was not pumping myself up, because you gotta, you got to pull this off, yeah. but it just felt comfortable. And then we went on, you know, like you said, to just really have a straight, half of the 80s hits. Are, are, and Jay, you know, ask him what he felt when Peter Cetera left. Uh oh! Uh, you want to ask me, or do you, you want me to answer no, that? Was, right? <laughs> he did a great job. No, I I actually uh, hard to say. I'm sorry. Changed my life, and that's when I knew that I wanted to make music for the rest of my life. When I heard that song, right? It kind of changed my whole perspective on on the music industry and pop music in the early '80s at that time. And so I fell in love with. Uh, it was funny. I went home and I ran home with Chicago 16, and I said, "Dad, I've discovered this brand new band in Chicago," <laughs> and he started dying laughing he was like brand new band yeah. let me let me introduce you to the real chicago and so he played me all the early records and i fell in love with the early terry kath stuff you yeah. know obviously a whole nother side of chicago so when peter left i was really bummed out i was like oh my god this i, I love this band for so long 17 was so you know groundbreaking and yep. earth shattering and so many hits on there and so i thought that you know probably the band was finished and the reason i had such high regard for jason is because i knew how big those shoes were to fill sure. that and uh, to do it as well as he did it. yeah absolutely yeah. to to do the peter satara stuff too and to play bass at the same time yeah. um everybody anybody that knows anything about music knows that that's that that requires a real pure first tenor to sing all sure. of those parts and um when I heard "Will You Still Love Me," I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, they scoured the earth and found some guy that can step right in and not skip a beat. So, for me, you know, Jason kind of saved my favorite band when yeah. I was a kid. And now, now, and uh, as weird as this might be, 
as successful as your band was and as you are, do you? How often do you look over at Jason and be like, I can't believe I'm in a band with Jason? Now. I mean, that's got that's you know. So, look, I know. You got Dave, a couple hours. I know Dave for twenty some years, and sometimes I was like, like, we'd be out to lunch, and I'd be like, I can't believe I'm, I'm a huge yeah. Yankee fan. I'm like, I'm a can't. He said to me one time, I went out to to lunch with uh, Ron Guidry and Goose Gossage, and I went, I can't believe. I'm out to dinner around Gidry and Gurkhazers, and I, you don't know how that feeling. And I was like, yeah, no, I get yeah. it. I, I, I get it. I know what it's like. I can't. Uh, well, I actually say it like this. God, I can't believe I'm in a band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's all Different. tone. Like my wife says, it's the tone. It's not what you're saying. It's the tone. I'll tell you what. Every night, there's not a night that goes by we don't play, and I look over and go, this is pretty cool to be able to come full circle and play behind a song that literally, like, was a watershed moment for right. me. Right, and that's, that's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And even, you know, when Dino was in the band singing the Journey stuff to play and to hear his voice, even though he wasn't the original, he probably does their material as well Just, as anybody yeah, they've had yeah. come through that band. And it's uh, it's one of those moments as a kid, you know, I, I, I grew up listening to these Guys, so I'm the youngster in the band. Yeah, that's uh, kind of cool. That it, oh. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. No, I mean, no, yeah. to be around your heroes and be able to make music with them is a real, really big deal for me. Yeah. You should have been on the ride over here because this, what they're saying is a total lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we rehearsed this part, you know, last. last oh my god! But that, it, that's what's cool for me too is that. It's in reverse, but I feel the same way. To yeah. have had a guy leave a, a message to me saying, you are a big part of what influenced me, and then all of a sudden you hear what these guys end up doing and realize you're part of the DNA. Sure, yeah, you were, you're a motivator in that without knowing it. Part of the DNA, and then all of a sudden one day Jay has this idea, let's put a band together, and it, that's why Generation Radio, it's a, the perfect name. We're multi-generations and, and um, have been having a blast. You're pretty... Quiet over there, Dave. Well, Please, it's, it's, it's the Jay and Jason show. He's just show. now sobering up. <laughs> yeah. It's the Jay and Jason show. You, I can't get a word in edgewise. No, it's all right. It's cool listening to you tools, you know, go back and forth and tell all these lies. It's great. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's I, I'm blessed because Jason and I grew up, so... I saw Jason now in the, you, in the early grew years. Up? You grew up together, in, together. young oh, and then yeah. didn't see each other for a while and well, then caught up let, again, right? Well, when he, when he quit high school, you know, he bailed on us. <laughs> Did and, you hear how he leaned into that? Uh, quit high school. He quit high school, and then he just he was playing with his mom at, at the Hilton or the Hyatt, whatever, just all these bands. <laughs> just and then, like the Partridge And family. then Jason disappeared. He went to L.A., and then in 1987, when I got called up to uh, the big leagues, Chicago, we were leaving Getaway Day, and Chicago was coming in. So their 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 crew was there with their stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, Jake, because I knew Jason yeah, yeah. played. So I left a note, and Jason it's all about and I notes a, with you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all, I left a note, notes. and then Jason and I we 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 uh, got back together as as a you know, as, as a couple as, as a couple, couple as a couple from back in the young days. They, they took Joe down out one night. <laughs> here's, here's a here's a cool piece of that too. Is it? I was in. Toronto, like on one of my first tours. That's what it was. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm just kind of watching a Blue Jays game. And all of a sudden, I see this Hulk on the mound. Last time I saw him, he was this sinewy little, right. looked like a chick. You know? <laughs> Hula hoop and a cheerio. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so I'm, I see this guy on the mound, and it says Wells. And I, the thought crossed my mind, <laughs> boy, I wonder whatever happened to David Wells. And the next thing I know... He looks over to first base, and I see his side profile, and I go, whoa, yeah. that's Dave! Uh, isn't that that's crazy? Dave. And apparently, when he was in minor league baseball, 
Will You Still Love Me, the video came out, and he was with his buddy. He said, I know that guy. Oh, that's I know that. I grew up there. Th- th- then all of a sudden, this this energy started happening of, of reconnecting. And so right when I, I'm telling you, right when I thought about this, of like, that's David Wells. The phone rings, and it's Chris Wheatley, another, you know, super, super close friend of ours, yeah. you know, growing up. And he's like, Dookie, Wellsy's looking for you. I said, unbelievable, man. So he connected us, and, and we were headed to Na- uh, to New York. And I'll never forget walking into the plaza, and there's Dave, and it was that was it. Yeah, that's We've funny. Been inseparable since. That's a uh, boy. I don't know what was in the water over in uh, San Diego, Point Loma. Yeah, I mean, well, we you... were the token poor kids in a nice neighborhood too. So I've always said, "Well, you were in the nice neighborhood. <laughs> I was in the war zone, dude." <laughs> but we were we were we were two kids that were on welfare. Yeah. At, at, at certain points, we've talked about the the food where we were going to school with these kids that had less Pauls given to them, and you just don't have the hunger. Yeah. So that's what I've always thought. Like, there's Dave and me, and you know, chasing it. Yeah, yeah man. You, work you know, for busting it. your way out of the golden ghetto. Uh-huh. Where'd you grow up, Jay? I grew up in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I would have just assumed someplace more country. No, well, I mean, my my folks were really country. Oh, uh, my yeah. dad was from Kentucky. My mom was from West Virginia, and they migrated there. Their folks moved there to get jobs as the country. coal mines yeah. shut down and everything. So my dad was a musician, too. My mom was, actually, too. She was country music queen of Ohio in 1969. So they're super proud and of your success, I assume. Yeah, my father passed at the end of 2020. and um, Well, thankfully, you got to see. But, yeah, he, he, he loved it. I mean, I think he lived by vicariously through me because sure. that was kind of his dream always any too. heat there you, you have any did he, did he was he secretly angry with your success no he, no not at no. all he was uh, i'm thankful for uh him being as tough on me as he was yeah. he always pushed me to to be better he'd be the one guy in a crowd of twenty thousand people we'd play to that i could pick out of the crowd and watch him going it's awful <laughs> i don't know what the singer's singing can't hear yeah. a thing it's terrible that's funny where so, where do you meet the other two guys where do you meet joe don and gary gary's my cousin oh really we grew up together in ohio and i never knew he sang until 1997 shut up. As it's good true. as he sings? Yeah, he called me up one day and he was like, man, I've been winning some karaoke contests in Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Can I sing for you? And I was like, no, yeah. you can't. <laughs> no, I don't want you to. Uh, and, and then obviously I heard him sing and yeah. he just blew my mind with the, his natural ability and he lived on my couch for about nine months and we got signed. Joe Don I met when I was musical director for another gal named Shelly Wright. She was oh, kind of big in the late 90s. Oh, I know, Shelly. And, um, I was her band leader and musical director, and I hired a new band. He came in and auditioned, and we became fast friends, and I told him about Gary. And one night, uh, Gary and I were playing a club, and the guitar player we'd been using couldn't show up, so I called Joe Don, and I said, hey, why don't you sit in with us? And I knew Joe Don's range pretty well, and if if anybody could sing on top of Gary, it'd yeah. probably be him. And so wow. kind of put the pieces together there, and we've been together ever since. One of the, uh, I think it was the Fan Fest in Nashville that I went to. Fanfare. Fanfare. Yeah. We did a, uh, we did the shows from a recording studio somewhere. It was only a small amount of radio stations there, yeah. and all the artists came in. And I went upstairs to get coffee in their kitchen, and I came downstairs, and the guy I worked with at the time, A.W., I looked at him and I said, I just saw the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life, and that was Shelly Wright. Yeah. Uh, she is unbelievable looking. And had no interest in me on several levels. One because she doesn't like fat guys, and two because she doesn't like guys at all. <laughs> and and that 
<laughs> they may have a little something to do with it. <laughs> she, she, I, f- I felt bad because I learned in that country uh, world, like with the Dixie Chicks and stuff, how quick they'll turn on their favorite people if they don't if they don't fit their ideals. Terry yeah. Clark explained that to me one time. She was like, you know, there was rumors that she was gay, and I don't know if yeah. she did or not, but she said that that really hurt her for a while. I don't think that the Shelly being gay is what hurt her. Mm. When you stop cutting hit songs, that'll hurt you worse. Yes, for sure. For sure. Uh, because I don't think anybody's going to be mad at a girl that hot. That's no. you know she, She's a lovely human being. Yeah, I love yeah. her to pieces, but you know, I, I, I think oftentimes we're also too quick to blame it on that, and that's not what happened. Right. She stopped cutting hits and got dropped and, and had a tough time. And I love her to pieces. I right, mean, but that's just the reality of the situation. Uh, Terry Clark had a song called uh, Girls Lie To, I think it was. Girls Lie To, yeah, Girls Lie and, To. Uh, and they just name all the lies that guys say. And I was like, hey, you left out one big lie. And she goes, what is it? I go, you know when you're making sweet love to a guy? And he goes, oops, I did put it there by accident. That's a lie. We, it was never an accident. And she was like, I don't know how I'd work that in the song. Go, oh, well, you know, you, it's true. Try it out. Uh, pop, pop goes a weasel. Uh, <laughs> this is Jay uh, from Rascal Flats and Generation Radio and Jason Chef from Chicago and also from Generation Radio. They're playing tonight. At, they won't be able to see you. What is the best thing for them to do? Listen to music online. Go find out where you guys are going to be touring. What do you do? Yeah, you can go to GenerationRadioTheBand.com and see all of our tour dates. You can also stream the music any on any DSP, you know, Spotify, yeah. Apple, Amazon, whatever your Pandora, whatever your platform form is of choice and you can also go on youtube we've got several videos on there you can kind of learn about what the band is about our shows are um exactly what it is um all the hits from those bands journey chicago rascal flats uh actually we have steve ferroni playing drums with us now from tom petty and heartbreakers so we do some heartbreakers stuff too which is really really fun all great musicians all successful musicians and tons of hits no listen we learned being in a cover band. Nobody wants to hear us doing original stuff. Uh, uh, you know, they want to hear the hits, and girls want to rock out to hair band stuff, and guys want to hang out with girls. That is the that is the thing for success, right there. And with you guys, you already have the hits, so you're in great shape. It's not rocket science. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'll tell you, a lot of guys like you have had success. Get to a point where you're like, all right, we're done. We don't have to do anything. Glad you still do it. I think this Thank you. as fans. Uh, very glad that you're still doing it, and uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think it, I think it's great. And tonight, uh, David, I look forward to being out there for your uh, event. This is my first time that I'm going to be there because it's always on in San Diego. Well, you just don't like getting on planes or going out west, but it's all right. No, I'm glad to bring it here. It's you know, it's it was it sold out quick. Yeah, and I, I didn't expect that to happen because normally. You asked me, is that foursome still available? It would have been in San Diego. Right. But to come here and do it over at Innisbrook, so they we got both the courses out there. And, you know, it's 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 always fun because I get to help the military guys out and then, you know, bring Jason and Jay and their band in. They played last year for me. They end up getting a couple gigs out of private gigs out of it, which mm-hmm. is great. And, you know, they're awesome for any of these guys. Like you said, they play the hits. And they do that, but you know, all the money we raise goes for our military guys in the Tunnel of Towers is coming in. So Frank Siller will be here tonight, yeah. you know, and doing all that. But uh, yeah, I look forward to keeping it going here and and doing all that, and always the help of you, you know, because radio uh, talks and you guys can. 
make things happen in this kind of like you did with uh, with Three Brothers Pizza. Yeah, I so love that. That was that was great. So Three we, Brothers Pizza is great, and they stepped up and they're they're uh, feeding the folks. Yeah, out there. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to a, a fun night tonight. I really am. No, I like the way you said I bring Jason and Jay there rather than Jay, Jay and Jason. In town. Well, you know, you got to go to friendship first. You know, he just became my friend because of Jason. Gotcha. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, Jay, I tell you what. When, with these two guys on the bike, because they are ball busters like no other. Right. I mean, you would just think they're, like, straight like This dude right here is, oh, like, the sneaky. absolute ball buster of sneaky. all people. He's sneaky. I don't know what they're talking about. I would have thought around. you would have been the quiet one. Sneaky and not oh, so sneaky, no. actually. Yeah, but no. So it, it's great. So we get the cut up, and it's just like, you know, three brothers growing up together and just beating the crap out of each other verbally and physically. But, uh, but no, I just, but no I, I, I'm blessed to have, you know, these guys in my life as much as probably with them. Because they get to troll me on baseball. Cause yes. Because they, because yes. when they start talking music, they just kind of look at me and go, "You don't know crap." Well, I know a lot about their music, especially Jason, because he suck. He he was good baseball player right. until he got picked off. Right. And so and then he was like, and he was I'm so dis- he was so you know discouraged. That story, don't you? Yes. Oh, he's ha- he's dying to tell it all the time. Yeah, but here's the thing: he sucked. He was so degraded that he couldn't play baseball anymore. That. Uh, he went to be he become a great careers. Oh, he did yeah. in a heartbeat, uh, you know, <laughs> until then. But, you know, what I don't get is, you know, in, in high school, him and his brother, Darren, brawlers, dude. They beat the crap out of everybody. Darren. Tough guys. Or, Darren, Darren, Darren no, you do too. You, you were the reputation. I had to protect my hands, <laughs> Bull crap. man. Bull crap. Jay you were a fighter. You're saying, no, I wasn't. No, 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 you're no, saying no. Jason Chev. Jason. was a bully, a no. fighter, and a tough Him guy. Him and his brother, Darren, beat went, the crap out of everybody. And then went on to play the pussiest music ever in the history <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> of How do you go from a brawler to, to, uh, to a Trying to put it all to, in the past. <laughs> what an interesting dichotomy. <laughs> the, sad, the saddest song. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, every time you broke up with a girl, you were like, put on a sad Chicago song. That was it, man. Uh, I understand. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys tonight. Thank you so much for getting up early and coming in. Jay and I have a mutual friend with Don Miggs. We do. Uh, now, now you still live in that area even though he bought your house? I live on the same street. We bought one eight houses down. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a great great guy. It's amazing to me. He still calls it my house. And he'll send me pictures about like Here's what, what's in your house, what color room they were, what color they've decided to paint some room. He's he's really, really he's a cool. great guy. He's a great approval. musician. He's getting it's your like, approval. Look what we did to your master bedroom. And I'm like, oh man, you tore it. So which apart. is great because Lars gets out of school in May, and so he's probably gonna go to Nashville. So Jay was so nice this morning to offer, offer his, la- house, yeah. yeah, offer his house to Lars. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So Lars gets yeah. to live with him, and he can teach him, right. You know, and hook him up, and maybe Lars will get in a band. Yeah, publicly. Yeah, publicly, Jay's announcing Lars is moving in. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. my wife's gonna be thrilled. <laughs> Listen, and that's Lars him. Wells, not Lars already. Send him the Mix's house. Mix is cool. He doesn't care. Let yeah. Live in the West Wing. Right, exactly. Uh, great to see you guys. I uh, look forward to seeing you tonight. Thank you, you for too. getting up. we got to take a break. Uh, we still will throw in some commercials, and then we'll be back to close the show. We're probably going over today because so much is going on. Uh, yes. Why is, why is Gamble so quiet? He's because not, we he's have guests to talk talking. Here. Can't get a word in. They hear me every day. They don't get to hear these guys every day. Well, you know, I don't we, even want, we want to hear your you voice. You aren't talking that much. I don't even let Spanish sit exactly. near a microphone when you guys are here. Well, I love you, Spanish. Love you. Jay, do you think Gary would have ever gotten laid if you didn't put him in Rascal Flats? <laughs> well, uh, the boy was a great athlete. He was an all-state soccer player, so he was pretty gifted on the field, too. And he did pretty well for himself. He did? Yeah. Because you 
and Joe Don have that traditional good boy look, and then Gary's just. You look like that country friend that you brought along. Like a lot of people of used to. Yeah, a lot of people used to refer to me as the funny, good-looking, talented one. Oh, you got and, all of them. Uh, you got all of them. And I, I, I don't like to. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, Gary, Gary is uh, really wickedly funny too, man. He's, he's a really great. The thing I person lo- to have. The thing I loved when I first met Gary about him, and I love this about artists in general, is that you know he'd be kind of talking like down here. You know, hey, chef, you know. Yeah. So and then the voice would come out and it was a totally different thing. Amazing, and, and that just—I love that. You go, yeah. that's there's no way that that voice comes it was, out of him. It was fun for me to have that kind of voice in the band to play with yeah, because yeah. I knew that we could pull off, you know, things that normal country acts couldn't pull sure. off because he sang so high. So how old of a guy are you? Uh, I am fifty-one. Are you really? Yeah, we're the same age. Yeah. Why do I look so bad? <laughs> um. Choice, life choice. Go ahead, go ahead and answer that, please. I want to hear this answer. You're go ahead. 51? Be, be truthful. I, I think you look fantastic. Be truthful. Good answer. Oh my! You had enough answer. time to come up with that one, didn't you? Know, you? you know why you said you said earlier? Mean to the guy. He just said he was like good looking as a kid. He's had a makeup artist since he was twelve. That's all right. Totally. That's how he he's gotten it. late all these totally. years. This is uh, I'm Italian too. So there you go, Paisan. There you go. Hey, who is the richest out of the three of you? David Welch. Jason. No, or no, uh, Jay. No, David Welch. Jay. I would, if I had to guess, I would have to say Jay because oh, Jason. Yeah. He's got a couple hundred mil, dude. Jason came in. Jason came in late, and they probably, they probably, although it was a good deal, it probably wasn't as lucrative as what Jay gets. And this guy probably spent all his money buying guitars already. So well, I, I, I got to tell you again, these guys were so good to me. They brought me in as a full member, so we were, you know, really, absolutely. But back then, you have to remember that concert tickets were like. Twelve bucks. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like almost like twenty dollars when I first joined in eighty five. Unlike the hundred and twenty dollars. And there was and there were eight we were the pie was split seven ways. Right. Like and I the guarantees at, were not like that. We paved the way for these guys, man, yeah. to show up and all of a sudden tickets and they were but let's not take away the fact that these guys literally changed they changed the face of country music. You didn't collect you didn't collect the friendship dues? <laughs> I'm waiting for it. His gratuity to me is, I'll let you be in a band with me called Generation Radio. Yeah, bro. I've got a really expensive wife. Uh, yeah. She costs a lot well, of money. Do you want to know what Google says? Yes, yeah. but first of all, you should Google have it. an expensive wife. You're As successful as you are, you should have a hot wife that just spends money. That's what you need uh, to have. She yeah. is indeed. Yeah. Dave's Bingo. got one of those. Oh, fuck. All right, what does it say? What does it 600 say? 600 mil. Dude, you are... 600. That's awesome. No, it says uh, Jay is worth uh, 60 million. 60 million. 60. Oh, they've shortchanged him, man. He's Jay, 150. Jay, look at my eyes. That, that, 60 million? No. Higher. Not lower. even close. Higher. People right. take all of those estimates. Uh, uh, it's lower. Much, much lower. Like, if you oh, go to the. You got to remember. Is he uh, turning he, red right now? He's learned that when he tells the truth, hey, everybody's hand is out. No, so you got to remember uh, booking agents and uh, managers. managers yeah. And, yeah. You go to the ATM right now, you take $20 out. Fifty-nine million and change left in the bank. <laughs> exactly. Is that how it works? Forty-nine. Forty-nine. Not enough paper to print the yeah. rest. Oh, but man. isn't that a great feeling to know that you, for most of your adult life, you had all the fun and success in the world, and now you can do whatever you want and enjoy the rest of your life? Uh, it, it's really, really fun, but I love working. Idle time does not serve me well. No, but my that's dad great. Would, my dad would get on Google, and he'd do the same thing. He'd go, <laughs> I know how much money you got, son. <laughs> you can't fool me. Peel me off a bit there. I already oh, that's am, hilarious. 
Uh, well, all right. I'll, I'll let you guys go. Thank you so much for being fun. Tell Joe Don I love him, gay or not. I will. No, oh, just he's, kidding. I know he's, he's not, not I know he's not gay. <laughs> he's the furthest thing from well, I don't know. Maybe. No. No. You know, <laughs> how, awesome. you know how I got in trouble for days. For days. I can't believe that. What? A, that's not a, even a big deal. So the, no. so the record people called. Do you know Mike Colada? Yeah, Love course. Mike Colada, but Mike Colada's like, you're giving me a... A headache. I'm getting all these phone calls from record people, and I was like, I'm sorry, I was just making jokes. And I never, I don't want to disappoint Mike, so like, disappoint your dad. So I didn't want to. Yeah. So I wasn't really like getting yelled at as much as I was just feeling bad about it, but also at the same time, could not let it go. Yeah. Tiffany was from Tampa, right? Isn't that why she think was? So. Yeah. I yeah, think so. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Listen. Well, no big deal. I'll kiss him on the cheek for you. Yeah. Slip him some tongue. You might like that. I we'll know take a it was quick you. Break. You broke my heart. <laughs> uh, it is.